Well, hello and welcome to Lectionary Q. My name is Dennis Sanders. I'm the pastor of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ of St. Paul, which is located in Roseville, Minnesota. The Q here stands for questions, and that is because that is what we do every week. We usually take one of the scriptures from the Revised Common Lectionary for the upcoming Sunday, and we ask questions. And um, the kind of MO behind this podcast is uh, to help pastors prepare for their Sunday sermons, but it's also for er for everyone um, that it can be used as a time for devotion, uh, to step away, a time to for people in the pews to prepare for Sunday worship. Um, it's really for everyone just to have a deeper understanding of what God is saying to us in Scripture. Um, I want to say uh, to start off by apologizing that there was no podcast for last week. Uh, things just got very busy. Um, it's kind of the life of a pastor, especially a bivocational pastor, is that you don't always have the time to do uh, everything that you need to get done. So my apologies. This probably won't be the last time this happens, but uh, just wanted to apologize that there was no podcast. But uh, there is one for this week, for this coming Sunday, which is November 20th. And this uh, coming Sunday is Christ the King Sunday. Uh, some churches uh, call it Reign of Christ Sunday. Um, this is the last Sunday of the liturgical year. Uh, next Sunday, the following Sunday, uh, November 27th, is actually the first Sunday of Advent. Advent starts the new liturgical year. Um, and it's. I think this is always kind of important. This is the one... Most everyone understands different parts of the church here. Not everyone, but at least most people who are listening here. But um, I always want to, it's kind of important to bring up the history of this uh, holiday um, because it's kind of unusual in some ways. Um, and it's also very modern. Uh, this Christ the King actually is one of the youngest holy days in Christianity. It was instituted by Pope Pius XI in 1925. His reasoning um, was that um, he wanted Catholics around the world to really focus on their king, Jesus, and not in the kings of the world. Um, he actually says this, and I'm reading actually from a, um, something from Sparkhouse Publishing about Christ the King Sunday. Um, Pope um, Pius XI says, the reestablishment of the kingdom of Christ by the peace in Christ. And it says that it was in, in service of this mission that he introduced Christ the King Sunday as a challenge to the church to refocus its energies on their true ruler and away from the unquestioning fidelity to earthly powers. And this also comes in the wake of his predecessor, Pope Benedict XV, who um, he began his papacy basically in September of 1914, so just a month into World War I. And um, he, in some ways, was felt that he had failed in trying to broker a peace treaty. Um, and Benedict actually declared, and this is again from the Spark House blog, there is no limit to the measure of ruin and slaughter. Day by day, the earth is drenched with newly shed blood and is covered with the bodies of the wounded and the slain. So Pius XI came up 
with and instituted this new um, holiday, basically in the aftermath of World War One. Um, and it is interesting, of course, because a decade and a half later, the world will be at war again. And um, there will be people who express their fidelity to earthly powers, um, in this case, uh, Nazi Germany. Uh, so that's kind of the, the context of Christ the King. And, you know, if you look at our world today, there is still a need very much for this day. There are still people that try to put fidelity to earthly powers instead of to the rule of, of Christ. And so that's kind of the history behind that. One little other thing is that uh, Pope Paul VI placed Christ the King Sunday on the last Sunday of the liturgical year. He did that in 19... Uh, depends on where you're reading. Sometimes they say 1969, 1970, but that's kind of where it has been. Um, and obviously since the time it was instituted, uh, Protestants have also taken up this holiday as well. Um, so that is the background of Christ the King Sunday. Um, you know, as I said, it's important to kind of know a little bit about that history of, of this day. So let's look at the text for this coming Sunday. Uh, it is from Luke uh, 23, verses uh, 33 to 43. And um, I will be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by watching, but the leaders scoffed at him and said, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up after him and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who who were hanged there kept deriding him, saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, Truly, I tell you, Today, you will be with me in paradise. All right, so the, that is the text. So here are some of the questions. The New Revised Standard Version um, says in verse 33 that they crucified Jesus. So who is the they? Is it the soldiers? Is it the leaders? Is it the people? Second question. What do you think is the, the significance of the inscription on the cross? Uh, it does, and it says, this is the king of the Jews. Number three. When Jesus says to one of the criminals, 
today you will be with me in paradise. What is he saying? What does he mean? Number four, this final question. Several times Jesus is mocked by saying that he should save himself. Could this statement of mockery also be a temptation? How? Well, as I always say, what are your answers and what are your questions? Um, if you feel brave enough, feel free to send me your thoughts by dropping me an email to lectionaryq, all one word, at substack.com. And that is it for this edition of Lectionary Q. As I always do, uh, I would do want to invite you to come and worship with us at First Christian Church uh, of St. Paul in Roseville. We meet on Sundays at Roseville Lutheran Church at 11 a.m. And if you live in the Twin Cities area, we would love to have you. Um, you can uh, get directions by clicking on the link uh, the, uh, in the show notes. You can also watch our uh live stream that takes place at 11 a.m. Central. And uh, um, we have had some problems the last few Sundays, but those have been cleaned up, uh, cleared up. So that is uh, back to normal. And we would love to have you join us either in person or online. As I say, uh, I pray that these questions have helped to open up scripture. And I also hope that uh, it will allow you and those who um, hear uh, this word uh, to connect to God and to each other and to, to share the good news. So this is Dennis Sanders, your host. Take care, Godspeed, and I'll see you next week.